I'm so excited to be recording today's episode. I'm going to be talking about all things morning routine. I'm going to walk you guys through my morning routine, explain how I built it, created it, got to that, and then give you guys also some tips on how to curate and cultivate your own morning routine for yourself. I feel like when you have morning rituals that you commit to every single day, It sets the foundation for your day and helps you start each morning on the right foot and really just sets you up for success. And having a morning routine has certainly changed my life in the most positive way possible. And I just want to share how I do it and got to this point so that you guys can experience the same light and love and amazing energy that I feel every single day right when I wake up. So to jump right in, I guess I can talk first about my morning routine and how I began to create it. So over the past few years, I've had somewhat a version of a morning routine, but I was never extremely committed to it and always doing it probably I want to say until the past few months I always would work out in the morning like that's sort of what I used to consider my routine but then I started to sort of shift into wanting to incorporate other aspects so including things like journaling every morning and meditating every morning and reading every morning and I got in the habit of doing all of these things as well as working out in the morning. Um, I got into the habit of doing all of these things in December of last year, so like the beginning of December 2020, but I'd gone through phases in the past where I would journal and work out or I would just journal and then I'd work out later in the day or I'd work out in the morning and then I just wouldn't journal at all and I was never really meditating because I always had this wall built up in my mind that just meditation didn't work on me I would get really distracted but I just later learned now that I just wasn't doing the right type of meditations for me I just personally don't resonate very much with the ones on the apps like Headspace and Calm and random ones on YouTube they just never really stuck with me it's really more the types that include visualization and introspective thoughts that have really transitioned me into a phase of really valuing meditation every single day so that's just sort of why I feel like I used to struggle with ever including meditation but so I mentioned this in my first episode about my story and my journey just since the beginning until up until a few days ago basically my life is still the same since a few days ago even though I do like to say I'm evolving every single day and I feel like I sometimes don't even recognized myself after a week I'm like that's the old me (laughs) because I feel like we can just change so much so quickly at least for me but that's just a little funny side note but anyways so I just started this December after having kind of a rough period in November I was feeling really down for that honestly entire month and 
I was going through a lot. COVID was starting to really just get to me mentally. I was very frustrated and in just a negative headspace that was just not benefiting me in any way whatsoever. So I also was experiencing my parents separating, which was honestly not something that was in the front of my mind a lot. I kind of think it was more a subconscious um, thing that I was dealing with because I was very okay with what was happening and knew that this was a great step for my family and was going to benefit in such a positive way. But I think subconsciously it was hard for me and always sort of bringing me down because it was just such a new change than what I had ever experienced in my 19 years of life. So I think that might have been part of it. I, I honestly... I'm not really sure, but I just was experiencing feeling very, very sad. And I would just wake up in the mornings. Like, this was honestly the entire month of November, which it got really hard after it being so long. But I would just wake up in the mornings and, like, I would say just sabotaging thoughts to myself, feeling like I just wasn't deserving of, like, living my best life. I'm not really sure how to explain it. It was really scary, honestly. And... I'm really proud to say that I was able to turn it around once I came home from visiting my family for Thanksgiving. I feel like that just brought me a little bit of closure in the situation with my parents and let me see my family and helped me just not be as upset and angry about COVID because I was surrounded by so much love and people that I care about. And I would say that that was what really shifted for me. But when I came home back to New York City to my apartment, I literally consider that home now. (laughs) But don't worry, Mama and Papa, my home is always San Francisco with you guys. I love you both so much. Um, But I came back to my apartment and I, I, I just needed to reclaim my life and reclaim my worth and no pun intended and reclaim just my morning routine and re-implementing the little things that I had started to just neglect that I knew made me feel my best. So this is when it all really started. I started my morning routine very, very strictly. So on my plane ride back um, to New York, I wrote in a journal and I wrote down a list of literally like so many goals and commitments that I wanted to make to myself and follow through with and I created a really rough morning routine I just wanted to get it out there and get something on paper that I could commit to refer to and just stick with and this really relates back to my whole mentality that I feel like applies to everything in life where you just want to start because if you start and it's already perfect you started too late. So my routine when I was beginning to get back into this more very laid out and precise routine, it was not perfect. I was just trying to get something started and I was telling myself that I was going to figure it out and adjust it and refine it along the way. So the main components that were really important to me were meditation. And like I said at the time before this, I was very anti-meditation. So meditation, journaling, reading, movement. Those were the four things that were very, very important to me that were sort of the like first half of my morning. I feel like my morning is kind of split into two halves. I'll talk about that more in a second. 
So I wanted to get into meditation, but I, like I said, didn't really like the apps and videos I had seen in the past, and it wasn't actually until more recently that I found actual guided meditations that I really like, but what I would do is I would set a timer for literally five minutes, does not have to be long. I was just telling myself when I first started, I want to be doing some sort of meditation, whatever that may be. So I would set a timer for five minutes and just put in my AirPods and listen to kundalini music, some random like kundalini playlist on Spotify. It's great. You can honestly listen to any type of meditative spiritual music. I just love kundalini music. So I would just listen to that and set a timer for five minutes and just sit with my thoughts. I wouldn't even be guided. I wouldn't be setting some intention. I would just kind of try to clear my head for the day. So after that five minutes, I would read at the time I didn't have my Regina shifted over time so I'm kind of just giving you guys the beginning I would just read I would literally Google online like inspiring articles or inspiring quotes or something in that realm and I would just read it super quickly and then I would write in my journal I usually just would write a page that's still what I do I just write one page and Like, it doesn't have to be a lot, and it doesn't have to be super extensive. This honestly only, this could take me longer or shorter, but it takes less than, like, 15 minutes if you really want it to. But I also, like, there are many times when I just like to really take my time with it and maybe journal for longer and um, would clear my head for longer while listening to the Kundalini music or read a longer article. It really can be tailored to whatever works for you. But so that was how it started. After, I would always do Pilates, and um, I like doing just Tasha Franken's videos. I talk about her so much, so I'll link her below. She has a seven-day free trial um, on her website if you are interested in trying out her videos. I highly recommend them. They've transformed my body. Um, But so, yeah, I would do my movement, and then kind of the second half of my morning is I take a shower. I really like to just shower in the morning and like put on a cute outfit and just pull myself together a little bit. And then I would make a lemon water and sip on that. And then I would make my fruit bowl. I like to do my berry bliss bowl that you guys see on my Instagram literally every single day with just some blueberries and some either raspberries or strawberries, depending on what they have at the grocery store because in New York they do not always have organic berries. They seem to always have organic blueberries but not strawberries and raspberries for whatever reason. That's one thing I really miss about California and living in San Francisco. The produce is phenomenally better. Like I love New York, don't get me wrong, but oh my god, I'm so spoiled in California. I just miss the fresh produce. Um but anyways, so I really would just have nourishing food right when I would wake up and then after my breakfast I would just get to work on my to-do list and I'd make a cup of tea and I always had like an hour before my class started and like my college classes online on zoom to just pull myself together which was really important for me I also forgot to mention this depending on my movement I would either do depending on like honestly how cold it is I will either do like an hour of Pilates or I'll do like 30 minutes of Pilates and then a 30 minute walk I usually try to do the split um Pilates and walk because I really like to get outside and out of my apartment first thing in the morning I usually always do that unless it's frigid cold and like snowing (laughs) which I actually went on a walk in the snow one time and it was fun and nice but 
I couldn't feel my legs after, so that was part of it. That was just something, but the rest of my body was warm, which was fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's really just like how I liked to form my mornings. And then of course, I was doing that for a few weeks and then I just began to refine it extremely over time. So I started to shift it a lot when I came back in January it almost had just an entire revamp. I used the same exact four foundational principles that were very important to me, but it entirely shifted. So I started waking up way earlier. I was waking up probably initially in December when I started my just initial routine. I was probably waking up around like seven-ish, I want to say. And now I wake up at six every day this probably sounds like really like really hard to some people (laughs) but for me I started just going to bed earlier like it's really not that hard if you actually just make it a priority to go to bed earlier because then you're not really losing sleep I can understand if you're like going to bed really late and you just can't imagine waking up at six but really just depends on your priorities and yeah so that was a priority of me going to bed earlier so that I had more time in the morning I personally am just a person that's more productive in the morning and on top of things and I just get a lot more done I'm much more energized and in the afternoon and the evenings I really just like to have like everything done so that I can relax or I can do like a passion project or like now like I love recording podcasts like in the afternoons and the evenings because this is sort of my like fun work as opposed to say my homework which for school is just in my opinion not so fun it's more of a chore of course I love learning but I would much rather be recording podcast episodes all day and that kind of thing so yeah I really like to like get up early in the morning so now I've turned it into I wake up at six I meditate for at least 30 minutes I do the meditations i like to do the sitting meditations um by mimi bouchard i'll link her as well in the description she has a platform called mimi method it's also an app um i believe she also has a seven day free trial so i highly recommend trying it she has um sitting meditations writing meditations and walking meditations so in the morning i really like to just do the sitting meditations because they really wake me up well and she just I can't even explain how amazing they are they make you visualize yourself and if you listen to my previous episode episode three about visualization so much of the things that I've learned about looking at my future self and visualizing myself being my best have come from those meditations so if that episode resonated with you even a little I highly recommend checking out Mimi's um, website Mimi method and app because it's just incredible and so transformative and I usually like to do now I aim for 30 minutes I sometimes will do longer or I will do shorter depending on the morning and depending on if I need to have or if not necessarily I need but I would prefer to have more time before class to respond to emails and get homework done for my online college classes so it really depends but I aim for around 30 minutes after that I read in my book journey to the heart or I did not write journey to the heart um I don't know why I call or I just refer to it as my book but I read the book journey to the heart it's a very very brief short um meditation um and they have one for every single day so I just open it up and of course today I opened it to um January 30th and I read it And they are just so amazing and spot on every single time you read them. I also really appreciate that they're not 
these lengthy long things that you have to read and synthesize and are kind of hard to follow and maybe like dense and ideas that are just very like nuanced that might be hard to grasp I feel like they're daily lessons that are almost in the human mind kind of just forgotten about because they're so simple or not even necessarily simple but things that we just seem to not always think about one of them is uh it was the other day it was about just opening your heart and I feel like sometimes we're moving so fast through life that even the little things like we all know that we need to have an open heart and open mind but we forget because we just do we're all so busy and moving so fast through life and I feel like every morning whatever I'm reading in journey to the heart every single day just is so spot on and reminds me of something so simple yet so important that just my mind can benefit from every single day so I'll read that and then I journal in my journal I want to just also talk like a little bit about what I write so I'm really not strict in my journal some days I won't be in the mood to journal at all but I still do it because it always brings me just clarity and a sense of like release with whatever I'm writing on the paper so sometimes I'll literally write like one one word per line and it won't even be like cohesive thoughts or it'll be a bunch of phrases or I'll write just an entry about what happened last night or what happened yesterday or what's worrying me today and how I know I'm going to get through it or I'll write about what I read in Journey to the Heart or what came to me during my meditation. I'm really not strict and I don't put like boundaries and limits on what I have to write or like what I'm not allowed to write because when you do that it just makes it too strict like your morning routine doesn't need to be strict it just needs to be benefiting your soul and your heart in whatever way that it can and there's really no right or wrong and it's going to change every single day we evolve every single day not any day is going to be the same as the next um, which is why I think it's really important to realize that your routine is going to evolve as you evolve and it's going to change as you change and that is not good or bad that just is how it's supposed to be because your routine is built off of who you are and just where you're going to be going in life and so the journaling is my final like I feel like this is my mindfulness work so the meditation the reading the journaling that's kind of mindful for the mind and then for the mind body connection I do my Pilates and walking still doing the same things that I've been doing like I was in December I'm doing the Tasha Franken videos and then a walk I personally really love Pilates because of the mind body connection I would so much rather do five very slow like push-ups on my knees of course because literally the form is what matters so much more I would just so much rather do like five push-ups or five crunches that I feel and like I'm engaging every single muscle than doing 50 quick crunches where I'm just bobbing my head back and forth having no like idea what I'm doing and not even engaging my muscles and just counting how many I can get through I want to feel my muscles connecting so Pilates has just been transformative for me and walking just it makes me feel like I'm getting fresh air in the morning I love getting in nature I feel like part of my routine like I said I know I sometimes wouldn't go on the walk but that is very very rare like I would say literally maybe two to three days a month if anything I'm not doing the walk I try to do the walk every single day no matter what um and 
it's because connecting to nature right when you wake up is just bringing you back to the earth. It's bringing you back to simplicity. It's bringing you back to our foundation. I would so much rather go on a walk and be outside for a little bit in the morning rather than scrolling on my phone. That's also one thing I will mention. I do not go on my phone for like the first, I guess I wake up at six and I don't go on my phone till at least after I've had my lemon water and my fruit and so that would be I want to say around like maybe 9 30 yeah so for the first six seven eight nine like three and a half hours I don't even go on my phone I mean granted I do go on to turn on my meditations and whatnot but I'm not going on any apps I'm not looking at notifications I actually keep my phone in airplane mode at night so I'm not even tempted when I wake up I go to Spotify and I play um after my after I do my Mimi method meditation, I play um, Kundalini music during my reading and journaling before I start my Pilates. So it's really just not being on the screen that's gonna bring you back to just our foundation again. And then going outside, like yes, I listen to a podcast, but I don't consider that looking at my screen. That's entirely different. Oh, also, I guess I could talk a little bit about um, the podcast that I listen to as well on my walk. So. Clearly, I love podcasts. I'm making my own right now. Um, But I really love listening to ones that are about mindset, mental health, health, wellness, body, um, all those types of things. And I have so many favorites. So I love Mimi Bouchard, who I can keep referring to, who has Mimi Method, the platform. She has her podcast, the Mimi B podcast. However, I'm pretty sure she's renaming it to just calling it Mimi so definitely check her out I love the Ed Milet podcast he is amazing and just has transformed my mindset so so much I love Kenzie Burke's podcast food sex and money it's so inspiring and Kenzie just shares so much wisdom I also love listening to some episodes on the Goop podcast it kind of depends I don't always feel super engaged with them but some of them and I don't mean that in an offensive way, more just I I don't know why, I just don't connect with them as much. Um, but I really like some of them, especially I like the more sciencey ones, I feel like, like learning about the gut and the microbiome and sort of like actually the science behind our body. I feel like they do a really good job in those episodes. I also love the Skinny Confidential podcast by Lauren and Michael Bostick. Um, she has great episodes. Actually, some of her favorite or some of my favorite ones that she does are the guest episodes with Ed Milet. They're incredible. Um, there's a part one and a or there's like I think there's two or it's like part one and part two. Those are my favorite episodes of all time. I highly recommend. Also on my blog, I have a podcast um post about some of my favorites that I have linked. I really honestly need to update it though because I did that almost gosh like a year ago so I'll definitely update that but I listen to a podcast on my walk always for some reason instead of music I feel like it's sort of my time to like educate myself a little bit and like educate myself on a self-care level and mindfulness level not necessarily like in a school way and yeah I really just use it as my time to like learn about my learn about things that I can apply to myself so that's my current routine. Um, of course, after my walk, I, like I said, like to shower. I like to put on a cute outfit or just put on something that I'm going to be feeling a little bit pulled together in during the day and then have my lemon water. I always do that because it 
helps wake up your body, wake up your digestion. The pectin in the lemon aids in your digestion and is so good for you. It's very detoxifying and cleansing. And then after I have a fruit bowl, like I said, I like to do my berry bliss bowl with um, berries and then I do cinnamon and cacao nibs. And I love adding cinnamon because it has so much nutritional benefits. It's very, very, um, I believe it's like detoxifying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's detoxifying. Don't quote me on that though. Um, and also I love using cacao because it has so much antioxidants in it and it's really, really mood boosting as well. Um, scientifically actually proven. So I love that. And it's also kind of not necessarily like caffeine, but chocolate does have some caffeine. So I feel like it gives me like that boost in the morning. Um, so that's my favorite thing to have in the morning and just makes me feel very cleansed and my fruit flows through me and gives me so much energy and if I don't start my day this way I mean honestly since I began starting it this way like in December I haven't missed a single day because I just cannot I feel so good when I am doing it and so so alive and on top of the world and like my best self I literally wake up jumping out of bed in the morning I go to bed excited to start my morning routine which I know sounds like ridiculous but when my alarm goes off at 6 a.m I am literally just like all right let's go like awesome I'm so excited to seize this day and people will probably be like yeah I'm sure you're waking up at 6 a.m and feeling that way but honestly I can say if you commit okay commit to this for two weeks and tell me you don't feel the same way maybe a month honestly I know that sounds like a long time but if you commit to it and do it for a while you are gonna feel the same way as me and that is your power when you are taking care of yourself every single morning and committing to yourself that is your power you are claiming your actual physical ability to do whatever you want and whatever makes you feel your best because you are committing and creating self-confidence through actually following through on these little actions and these little commitments that you are making to yourself. So that's sort of where I am now with my morning routine. Yes, it is kind of long, but I like to take my time. You can definitely... um consolidate it and reduce it or you can move your movement to another time during the day I just love moving in the morning because it makes me just feel like I've stretched my body like my body literally just feels like more like flexible I don't even know really how to explain it other than that but once I go on my walk my legs just feel like long and lean and stretched out and once I've done my Pilates my abs and my core just my waist feels so cinched and I just love feeling good in my body and strong and lean and it's just what makes me feel really really proud of the work that I put in by connecting to my mind and body so much and I will say getting in touch with your mind is going to shed a whole layer of not even necessarily like just mental weight but also like physical weight like my body has let go of so much like puffiness and stress and tension since I've started really being so in tune with my mindset and committing to myself and showing up for myself at the beginning of each and every single day and every single morning I know that I'm going to do this because I know how good it makes me feel I remind myself of that good feeling and I honestly have not had a moment where I haven't wanted to 
wake up and do it and like commit and just hit the ground running it's just such a ripple effect and you become addicted to that good feeling like I always like to say so I also now want to go into like a few steps if you just are a person and do not feel bad about this whatsoever of course because I was this person too where you just wake up and you go on your phone and maybe you scroll for a little and maybe you do work out in the morning like that used to be me I would like go on my phone for a little bit then get up make my bed whatever then I'd work out maybe or maybe later in the day but if that is you I really just want to have you challenge yourself to start small so pick maybe one of the four things that I identified as my pillars so um, just to go over them again it is meditation reading journaling movement so maybe just pick one of those say you want to start with journaling because I feel like starting small and working your way up you're going to start feeling how good you feel when you start doing the journaling and then you're just going to want to keep adding more like I say it's a ripple effect so in the morning And what's going to come along with this too might be a challenge as well, but I challenge you to not look at your phone for at least the first 30 minutes of waking up. So me, I do three and a half hours now, but of course I had to start small. You can't just go from zero to nothing. That's just unsustainable and you're going to get frustrated and not enjoy it probably and give up on it. And that's not what we want. So I really feel like starting with just one thing. So wake up in the morning, journal for however long you like, and don't go on your phone for the first 30 minutes. Even if your journaling doesn't take you 30 minutes, do something else after. Make your bed immediately once you're done. I sometimes like to journal in bed. So what I do is I journal, I personally right now actually, I like to, I sort of prop myself up though. I'm not lying down. I make sure I'm sitting up with good posture, but I'll meditate in my bed and then I, do my journaling and my reading in my bed and then I will make my bed directly after I think that's also a very important part of your morning is making your bed and cleaning your space or just having it be at least somewhat pulled together because you aren't gonna like a clean space is a clear mind and like a clean mind is a happy mind and you don't need that outside clutter and you don't need if you're not gonna make your bed it's just I don't know I feel like for some reason at least for me like It just feels like you're kind of just, you didn't start your day fully. Like, it's just important to me for whatever reason. It always really has been. And I feel like it just helps you tell yourself, okay, my day has started. I'm not going in bed again. Like, the day has begun. And it just helps me be more productive. So I think that's an important part. So anyways, back to what I was saying initially, though, starting with just one thing. So if you're doing the journaling and then you maybe make your bed and, put on an outfit and then start your day and then maybe the journaling starts to feel so good that you add something else in or maybe the journaling isn't totally working so you want to start trying something else new to begin with and you start doing the meditation and then you're like maybe I'll try the meditation and the journaling now because I feel like they all really go together and fit like a puzzle and when you're doing all of them is when you're going to feel the most connection and the most I feel like strong desire in your heart to commit to these things because they really work well together I would say yes they're amazing to do on their own too and individually but when you really start to see the real change is when you're doing the the meditation the reading the writing and the movement all together that's I feel like just the perfect pack of four and I feel like it's going 
no matter who you are, to change you in some type of way or have some type of new thought and new feeling come up and help you become more in tune with your soul and your mind. And I think it's important to note that when you're meditating, you're basically just teaching your mind how to better understand yourself and to become more aware of your thoughts and how to sort of control your mind and control your thoughts in a very, very healthy way, not in a strict and rigid and controlling way. You're teaching yourself how to, reminding yourself of how you want to feel, your goals and what you're working towards, the feelings that you want to manifest when you're not feeling something good, what are the feelings that you replace those with and that you go back to. Meditating is just basically exercising the mind and I feel like that's what your morning routine is. You're exercising your soul. You're exercising your mind through the meditation, through the reading. I feel like I'm exercising my heart a lot because I'm connecting to these words and opening up my heart to receiving what the writing is saying. During the journaling, I feel like it's a mind and heart connection. And then during the movement, it's the mind-body connection. There, It all stems from the mind. And when you start adding in the heart and the body, I mean, that's basically like all that matters in life, in my opinion. Your mind, your heart, and your body like you want to feel good in all three of those aspects of your life and when you're doing the routine when you're moving when you're nourishing yourself and eating a clean healthy diet and what makes your soul feel good and alive and being in touch with your intuition that's where you get your power when you are in touch with your intuition your power is overflowing it is expanding And I think that is just so important. And I really want all of you guys to feel the amazing, incredible feeling that I feel when I not even just wake up in the morning, but when I go to bed at night, excited to wake up for the next day and to tackle my morning routine, to bang out my to-do list, to get through all my classes, and then in the afternoon to work on my passion and cook and make podcast episodes and post on Lemon's Worth Lovin' and do the things that just really feed my soul. Spend time with friends, call my mom, call my dad, call my brother, be in touch with my family, do things that make my heart feel alive. Because when I am taking care of myself, when I am committing to myself in the morning, I want my, I have just like this feeling of success that I know I deserve. I feel like I'm able to recognize my self-worth and know that I deserve to live each and every single day the best that I can, which is so liberating because in November of 2020, I would wake up and feel just awful and I just thought I didn't deserve anything and that nothing really mattered in my life and I had such sabotaging thoughts for literally no reason And if I can go from being in such a dark place during that time and literally pull myself out of it by myself, not even with external help, just through introspective, deep, deep inner work that I've been showing up to every single day, I've sometimes cried during my meditations. I sometimes cry during my journaling. I'll laugh during my journaling. I'll experience so many emotions and I just let my emotions come because Through that, I have been able to heal. My morning routine is my way that I feed my soul. And that is what it should be for you too. A a strong morning and a morning routine is where you're going to see your power arise. And I know I keep saying that's where your power comes from, but it's true. And I am just a full example of it. If you had told me this, honestly, I might have rolled my eyes, but like, 
I can say with true confidence that you are going to not even recognize yourself a month later if you start committing to doing this inner work and showing up for yourself every single morning. So that kind of is all I wanted to say during this episode. I really hope it resonated with you that you're really interested now in claiming your mornings. I feel like the morning is such a powerful time because especially waking up early in the morning, I don't really have, like, you can't really talk to anyone during the morning because most people, if you're waking up early, are asleep or you're not just going to be, like, calling someone at 7 a.m. I mean, maybe you would, but not really for me. It's kind of your alone time and it's your time to be with yourself and see what's going on in your mind and dig deep and see the things below the surface. So I hope you implement some of these ideas. I hope you start to build a morning routine and implement maybe at least one thing out of the four that I was talking about and claim your power. Be that powerful girl, guy, whoever you want to be in life. Be the person that you know you can be and turn into that future self because when you commit, you will become the person that you have always wanted to be. They are in reach and they're basically already here. It's just a matter of small, little, consistent promises being followed through on that you make to yourself. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. I'll be back later this week or weekend with another episode, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, morning, night, wherever you may be, whatever time of the day it might be. Bye, guys.